I'm Kristen Marchand, and this is the Apiango Line, a podcast dedicated to the unique heritage and local culture of the upper Madawaska Valley here in eastern Ontario. Today, we've got another episode of Back in the Day hosted by Martina Coolis. She's talking with a wonderful lady, Frida Higginson, who was born in 1932 and who grew up in Madawaska, that mighty little village at the confluence of the Madawaska and Apiango Rivers. Back in Frida's day, her hometown of Madawaska was a much different place, not only because Frida was born in the dirty 30s, but more so because when she was only 10 years old, her hometown literally vanished. In 1942, a new hydroelectric dam was built on the Madawaska River at the eastern end of Bark Lake. It raised the water levels on the lake by a whopping 8 meters, or more than 25 feet. And so the little village of Madawaska, which was miles away from Bark Lake, suddenly had Bark Lake lapping at its doorsteps. So the whole town had to be physically moved, lock, stock, and barrel, and set down on higher ground. Listen now and hear Frida talk about those days in her own words. Here she is with Martina Coolis, the host of Back in the Day. So maybe you can start off by just saying your name. Frida Higginson. Uh, where are you? Jippy. That's your... My maiden name was okay. Jippy. And you grew up where? In Madawaska. Yeah. Born. Born and raised. Raised there and <laughs> I was, went to church there and was baptized, confirmed. All of the, all and of it. Married everything. Was it all in the same church? Yeah. Wow. It, the church was moved. Okay. They're back when the hydro come in. Yeah. And they raised the water and everything. It flooded out. Far, so they moved the three churches. Okay. Which three are those? There was the uh, Anglican. Yeah. I'm Anglican. And the next one was the United Church, and then the Catholic Church. But they were all just in a row. Oh, okay. I remember when we were little and we used to say, you go to your church and I'll go to mine, but let's walk along together. Oh. <laughs> the bells at your church will chime with mine, but let's walk along together. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize there were so many churches there. Yeah, there's the three. There still is, but uh, the Anglican church now, there wasn't enough people left, like there's so many moved out, and they joined Whitney. Okay. But it was the oldest church, over, way over 100 years. Wow. Because it was a good while before I come in here. Yes. That uh, we had the dedication and and the, the amount of years. I, I know it was well over 100, but I can't remember now. And. Uh, there was so many moved out and then people, the original ones, had died and everything that there wasn't enough to, for the Anglican Church in Whitney oh, and in Madawaska. Yeah. There wasn't enough for to get the, the two. And if I had been able to stay with them, yes. we'd have, it would have stayed in Madawaska. Yeah. But uh, Whitney, of course, they wanted, but Madawaska kept Whitney home before. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what Grant was saying. He said that you played a very important role in that church. Oh, yeah, I worked hard for it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, we used to, uh, actually, the Roman Catholic people and the Anglican ones worked together. The United people wanted to do everything on their own. 
And I think theirs folded up first. And I remember one priest, they would put on turkey suppers. Yeah. And if the Anglican ones were having, the Catholic people would give and work with us and everything. And then if the Catholic ones, when they had their supper, we all worked with them. I can remember making 30 pies for the Catholic wow. supper. Yeah. But uh, one priest used to say, you come back to Madawaska to a supper. He never knew if it was a Catholic one or an Anglican <laughs> because uh, the food was the same and the workers were all the same. <laughs> Can't tell the difference. Yeah. Well, I think that goes to prove that you need to support both sides to keep oh, going. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You had to. But, uh, like, I uh, grew up, my best friends, really, mm -hmm. were Catholic. And then uh, Madawaska was originally settled by Indians. Mm -hmm. You know, this is when I hear this on television, all the black people, all the kicking they're doing, they're forgetting that the white people took the town on the black, on the Indians. Yes, yeah. And yeah. now they think they should <laughs> yes. get all the credit, and they sure didn't work for it. Yes, yeah, there's definitely, the, the people around here, the Algonquins and that, they definitely were the first ones, that's oh, for sure. yeah. Remember uh, Cecilia, Jalkos were people, Indian people in Madawaska. And we played together. And at that time, even, they were putting Indian people down. And mm -hmm. my father used to always tell us, God created us all. Yes. We're all equal. And uh, they were quite happy that, that I had good friends. And I have one cousin that married a Jalko, Jalko girl. Mm -hmm. And she was one of the best friends my mother had. So yeah. it's just, it was all bigotry. <laughs> yes, and I think a lot of people don't realize that quite recently they've still been experiencing that. Yeah. So that's oh, a very yeah. good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had pretty good life there. So did you grow up on a farm or where did no, you grow up? No, it was up? just in the town. Okay. My father only had one hand. How did that happen? He was only about 13 when he lost it. And by the time they could afford to get an artificial one for him, he was so used to working with that, just the stub there. Yeah, yeah. That uh, it was just a nuisance to him. And then an artificial one then, it was a lot different than what they have now. Yes, yeah. I never seen it until I was about 10 or 15 years <laughs> old, I guess. And they sold the place where he was brought up. And it was in the attic at their home. And they brought it and gave it to him. And we seen it. And there was like a leather thing that his stub of his arm went into. Mm -hmm. And the hand was just like that. And the only thing that moved was the thumb. Wow. And That's it was it. just, he was so used to working without it. It was just a nuisance to him. Yeah, Because yeah. he couldn't do anything with it. How did he lose his hand? From what I can remember, I don't know if you've seen where they had the old wooden fences built from from stumps and everything. Yes. And uh, there was some of them that were sitting on there, and they had been hunting then. Well, didn't have to have a license to hunt, and they'd hunt partridge and stuff. And he was sitting on the fence with a couple of other ones. And of course his gun was loaded and 
he just had the gun like standing in the ground and he Oh no. And he had his hand on it there. Yeah. And this coffin pulled the trick around the gun. <gasps> oh my gosh. And, and everybody was poor then. And then there wasn't the, the stuff for people and that there is now. Like he'd had to go to all wars and Yes, yes. And they got the artificial one for him. And I remember I never seen it until just before I was married. Yeah. It stayed in the roof of the old homestead. <laughs> and uh, it was just the stub went into a leather thing that come up. And then it had straps all over. Yeah. And it was just like that, the hand that he had. Yeah. So he couldn't do anything with it. No, you can't do too and much. And it was a nuisance to him because he had been so long without one. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he could do everything. I remember Billy Cameron was in Madawaska, and he said, if you wanted anything done, you'd just go to Dan Jabeel. <laughs> but he made canoes, he made wow. paddles. He had paddles sold all over. Wow. People had come to get them. Yeah. I had a really good life growing up. It was really good parents. And yeah. Grant had, the, like he, knew Grandpa for quite a while before Grandpa died, and they just adored him. I bet. And uh, he, Grandpa remembered about him doing, Mum would make the Christmas cake, and you know, they made it in layers like the wedding cake yes. is. And she'd make the icing, and he'd put the icing on the cake with that one hand. And it would be so smooth, you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Almost wouldn't want to eat it. <laughs> and uh, like Grandpa now, he remembered that. And then after it was all done, she put the next coat on that was, wasn't so smooth and decorated. And so always everything was shared. And he was most pleasant. I never heard him raise his voice at anybody. Yeah. But they used to laugh. We knew if he said no, it was no. Yeah. Or if we were doing something, I had two sisters and a brother. And if we were doing something we shouldn't, he just needed to tap his foot. <laughs> They used to laugh about that. The one cousin, he said, Dan could more, do more with that one foot <laughs> than most parents. could spank. <laughs> we never got spanked. Never had to. Yeah, just we the foot tapping. We respected our father so much. And uh, then compensation wouldn't cover anybody. But, and uh, there wasn't really no work that he could get. And I remember when they had a janitor for the school, and then it was a wooden furnace in the school, so he'd keep the fibers on and everything. And uh, he'd go in the morning, he'd have the school heated up, time for the kids, and he'd come back through the day and put fires on. And then they'd done all the cleaning the school, and uh, even painting, if there was painting, to be done, everything. But my mother worked with him then. Oh, okay. So they were a pretty good team then. Oh, yeah. Never heard him raise his voice at one of us. Wow. And then he, uh, at Child Lake, I don't know if you ever heard. Yes, I've been there, yeah. They uh, had uh, a gate for to go into the park. Yes. From there. And yeah. he was got hired there to oh, look okay. after that. As and a gate attendant. And there that. was a place that they could live there and everything. I've been there. It's nice there, yeah. 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 And that was where we used to... And by that time, I was married. Okay. And our kids just loved to go in there yeah. with Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah. And uh, 
my husband was working for the highways, transportation then. And sometimes through the week, if he was away, we'd go in with them in the morning and maybe spend three or four days. And my boys just loved it with Grandpa. Very close family then, it oh, sounds yeah, like. Yeah, and still. Yes, like yeah. I get more respect for my children than lots of people. Do you have two boys? Two boys and two girls. Oh, and two girls. Yeah. That's pretty big. One thing. girl died when she was only 28. Wow. And she had a little boy four years old. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, we were down like she had had treatment and everything had surgery. Yeah. And uh, two years she had cancer. And two years had come back again. And they were going to send her to the States for a transplant. Yeah. And uh, they ordered one more test from the States yeah. before they'd uh, have her go down. And when they'd done that, it was in the main artery to her heart. So there was nothing they could yeah. do. It's a terrible so The little boy, I looked after him a lot for her. And well, we done a lot for her. Yeah. And, uh, I remember the day she died, the family was all there. We had been chosen, uh, died in uh, Toronto Hospital. And uh, when we come back home, <coughs> his sister had looked after Andy, the little boy, while we were over there. So when we come back, to, he took him in the room by himself and told him yeah. what happened, that mommy was gone to heaven. And, yeah. And uh, he said, it's okay to cry if you want. So he comes out, then he went to each one of us and told us what happened to Mommy. Yeah. And he said, it's okay to cry. Aww. And then, <laughs> it just break your heart. Yeah. He come and he sat up beside me and he said, I guess I'll have to call you Mommy now. Because I had looked after him so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. And he used to come in the summer and spend time with us. And I remember the one time I was cleaning my flower bed in the fall and I had things that would come up in the spring, you just cut off and then once it had pulled out. And he wanted to know why I done that, why I cut them off and left them there, why I didn't pull them out. And I said, well, they'll come up again in the spring. Mm -hmm. He said, will mommy come up again? Oh, this is oh! I'm telling you, just break your heart. That's yeah. That's hard when you're so young. You don't quite quite understand. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. And uh, we had been down at my. He was with me, and we'd been down at our other son, and uh, they had a little girl, mm -hmm. and he had played with the little one. And when we got back home, and he said to me. You know, when my dad comes, I'm going to tell him I want him to get married again. And I said, yeah. He said, yeah, I'd like a little brother or a sister like Angela, and you have to be married with somebody to get a baby. <laughs> well, and I'm going to tell him we do better do it pretty soon, else he'll be too old and I'll be too old, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah oh. that's right. Well, he, I think he, he literally picked the, the stepmother. <laughs> Really? <laughs> well, then he can't complain, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was pretty lucky to have you as yeah. a family, eh? And then, like, we accepted when Dennis' son got married again. Yeah. We certainly didn't 
expect him to live the rest of his life alone. Yeah. And she always said, when she knew she wasn't going to get better, she wanted him to get married again, as long as he got somebody that would be good to Andy. Yes. Yeah. And Andy literally picked out the... <laughs> the, the second wife. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but, uh, I've been through a lot in my life, but I've had a good life. Yes. I, I have to, I think from what I know, I, I would agree. And you, you, so you, your parents were from Madawaska then as well? My uh, mother, there was Bark Lake, you've heard of that. There used yes. to be a little, uh, almost a little village there. Yes. One end of the lake, that's where she was from. Okay. But he grew up in Madawaska on the hill. Okay. They used to call them as three parts. <laughs> okay, they had different names? Well, it was, uh, there was Madawaska and the little town before it, they called it Bonneville. I don't know where they got that. Oh, okay. And what did they call the other one? Murchison. Murchison. Because it's the township. Okay, yeah. And there was a school. Like when I grew up, then of course, then the Bark Lake one was closed up. But there was the schools in Madawaska. But then in Murchison, they called it up in the hill, there was a school there. Okay. And they used to bus the kids yeah. for it. And then after it closed, they bus them down to Madawaska then. Yeah, so you went to school in Madawaska? I went to school in Madawaska. And how many students went were in your class? Pardon? How many students would you say were in your class? Well, there was eight, I think, when I started. But I had got started young. There was no kindergarten. And they didn't usually accept it. You had to be six before the year come in. Mm -hmm. for it to be accepted. But my mother had worked with me a lot because the rest of them were all in school. Yes. And I knew more than some of the kids <laughs> in grade one. So they accepted me. Yes. Like I started in the fall, I wasn't six until this January, no, six to March. Oh, okay. But they accepted me and that way I was ahead all the time in school. Yes, yeah. But uh, there was two rooms junior room and senior room, they call it. Oh, okay. And then what grade would it go up to? From grade one to grade eight. Then the last that I went, the teacher that we had was very good. He had more interest in the kids than anything else. And of course, I was ahead now that they called it your entrance. You had to write to get your grade eight. Okay. And I had that, but I was too young to go out to school. When my oh. parents, Eganville was the closest, my parents couldn't afford to pay board for me there. Yes. So there was three, well, especially one girl and I, but there was three of us. And that teacher, he worked with us, and we got up even our grade 12. Wow. But you had to go to another school someplace for a week and then write the special exams. Well, it was still, like, then people were poor. Yes. And they couldn't afford to send me. But I had my grade 12. Wow. And uh, I had the best parents that anybody could have. Good that they supported your education as much oh, as they yeah. could. Yeah. And your mom even working with you before school? Your, your mom helping you with school before you even oh, started, yes, probably. Like, I was the last one at home, so mm -hmm. she had lots of time to do me, and I could.
could uh, do math and everything like you would like. Yes, <laughs> I bet, I'm sure. I knew my alphabet. Before starting. Yeah. That's very impressive, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, it just seemed to come natural and like parents done everything they could for their children. And now this, how many children have mother and father both at home? Yes. But mother's always working and everything. And yeah. The babysitter's more than Yes. And yeah. Everything. And I think that we appreciated our, our parents so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, never seen, my mother made, a, we used to call it Papa's sleep. She made like a half sleep mm -hmm. that he fit over his arm and it kept that covered. We never seen. Oh really? I never, I never seen that stuff of that arm until after I was married. Wow. Yeah. Was it, he just wanted it covered? Well he was, I think really at then if there was something like that wrong with you, you were put down. You didn't have the, the sympathy that people do now mm -hmm. with anything. And uh, if he had been able to have an artificial right from the start then, but that was something that was covered and he, he never showed it off. I remember we had one cousin and he had something that happened and he was showing his off all the time. <laughs> My dad never did. No, no, no. it was just, it no. happened and just yeah. kind of... And he grew, grew up with a covered. Oh, okay. Like from, he was only 13 or so. Yeah. That he never did show. Yeah. And we just never even wondered, it was just, Remember that sleeve, half sleeve that he had, and everything. And Never questioned it. Or and he could do stuff with it that one hand. He used to make paddles, canoe paddles, and boat for boat too. And they sold them all over the place. He was uh, in a shell lake. They had then <coughs> him and my mother were there, and they sold the license for the people going into the park from there. Yeah. That was the first. He said. He never, he got paid good, you know, like from the forestry. Yes. Yeah. And he said he never thought you could ever get paid that kind of money for doing something you really love to do <laughs> and not work. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I, that's lucky he found something he enjoyed so much. Yeah. And he used to, uh, it made them then, even before that, he made these paddles. Mm -hmm. And the grouchy started out making for a canoe, and uh, then he made them for a rowboat. Oh. But uh, there was people that had come, they were from the States, and they just had to have one of those paddles. Leonard got known that he made these canoe paddles, and they were coming all the time looking for them. He couldn't keep them made up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when uh, my youngest daughter, and was her little cousin. They played together all the time. The rest were in school and they used to go over with grandpa and she'd clean up when he's done all the shavings from the, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the paddles. She'd clean up the mess all the time. Oh. <laughs> and he used to laugh about making the, the big mess and Susie cleaned it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to spend they time. They wonderful with... memories of their grandparents too. 
Yeah. Would he sell those out of your house then, the paddles? Pardon? Did he sell the paddles out of his house? Oh, yeah, they, people would come from the first ones, the man got one and he took it to the States. Well, then they were coming up and looking for him for to find these paddles. So he always had a bunch made. Yeah. And in the summer when they could travel and come up, then they bought the paddles. They bought even more. Yeah. Pretty good business, I guess, in Madawaska near yeah. the park. Yeah, and then they got where they had caretaker for the school. Yes. That was the first job, really, that he had. And woods, wood, heat, and everything, he got all that. And I think it was $20 a month he got. Wow. And I had one out that the last, I think he got 40 And That's crazy to hear today, isn't yeah. it? Very different. Yeah. What did you do for fun growing up? Well, actually, we made our own fun. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Kind of yeah. had to, probably. Yeah. We used to I do a lot of skipping. We'd have three of us and two. We had big, long row, and they got the one in the center would skip. Yes, I, I love skipping. <laughs> we, they'd take turns, and everybody got their turn skipping. And uh, hopscotch. Yeah. To see them play that, we played hopscotch. We made our own own games. Yeah. And uh, one uncle, my father wouldn't take us swimming alone because he was afraid maybe if we got in trouble he wouldn't be able to help to help us. And uh, his brother, it was two sisters married to two brothers. Oh my gosh. And his brother used to take us. He had the one little girl then, and he'd take us to, to swim. And we could only go so far. Yeah, where would you go swimming in Madawaska? Well, it was kind of like a flooded area. And it it run into the river that went into Bark Lake. Oh, okay. But it was uh, more just like a an area that was flooded out from the rest. Yeah, yeah. That was our swimming place. <laughs> Did you go swimming often or just? In the summer we got a good chance that, that uncle used to take us. Because my dad was afraid to take us alone in case we got in trouble and he couldn't help us. So. And then when, in the winter time did you go tobogganing or anything like that? We uh, had sleighs and we didn't have a good hill for, for tobogganing or anything. But we had sleighs, and he made sleighs. Okay. Wow. And we'd pull each other on the sleigh, and we kids now wouldn't survive at all if <laughs> we did. But we didn't know anything. It was yeah. just something we done. Kids these days don't go outside nearly as much. Yeah. No. I can remember even when uh, there was a Anglican church was here, the United Church here, and the Catholic Church here. And often we walked to school together. Mm -hmm. And we used to say, you go to your church and I'll go to mine, but let's walk along together. Oh my gosh. The bells from your church will chime with mine. Let's walk along together. <laughs> but it was funny, the Anglicans and Catholic people could get along better, really worked better. And let their children play together more than the United people, and that was so strange. Yeah, that is. Yeah. There was one that we used to have Sunday school, mm -hmm. and 
I went to the Anglican one and the United one both, but uh, I can always remember that we're having a Christmas concert, the United, and I had a recitation I was supposed to say and had to get all dressed up so nice and everything for going to be on stage. And that woman that was teaching Sunday school, she never put any of the other kids, only the Anglican ones. You were just completely left out. Wow. Wow. And that, that was really something that yeah. should never have happened. No. No, you couldn't do that now. That's interesting. And this is what happened. The United Church in Madawaska really folded earlier. And then this one minister that they have now, it's a lady. Mm -hmm. She got it opened again, got home. And yeah. uh, she comes down here to the manor for, okay. for uh, church service. Yeah, yeah. So I always uh, went and she got to know Grant when Billy Cameron was in here. When Billy died, she done the service for Billy and looked after everything. There was going to be nothing for Billy. But she got everything going, and Grant just thought that was the most wonderful woman because Billy was always put down. Oh, okay. And, and she had the nicest funeral for him, and a big meal in the hall for the family after oh, and wow. everything. Yeah. yeah. That would be a big task to organize all of that. Yeah. Now, I think your, uh, Grant had mentioned Billy Cameron. You guys kind of worked together maybe on something? Or yes, Billy Cameron, and you knew him quite oh, well, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. They all like Billy. And uh, his parents had a gas station. And then they, uh, built a, they moved it up, and they, they had the station that they built, and they built a house beside it. And uh, the last years, uh, Billy had worked in Ottawa experimental farms. Mm -hmm. He looked after the rabbits. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he done all the breeding and everything, everything for it. But then when his uh, dad got sick, he came home to look after and help his mother. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can remember they all res respected Billy more than his own family did. Mm -hmm. And uh, he. They had the little store, and then he had a part on it where he had a pool room. Oh, okay. And Ronan Grant and then remembered him from that. Oh, okay. And, and then after when he uh, was alone, his parents were dead and he was living alone, and uh, he was having a hard time, like, for meals and stuff like that. Yeah. So Debbie used to make a supper. And mm -hmm. Grant would take it over. Well, he thought that they were just the best. <laughs> <laughs> Anything they done was just something else. Yeah. And yeah. the one time they were going to be away, they wouldn't be able to be there in time to take over Billy's supper. So Debbie went ahead and made the whole meal up. And they took it to it was Grant's, my sister and daughter-in-law was living close there. And they took it to her, and she was taking it over to Billy with something and keep it hot and everything. And she took it over, he and everything. And uh, when Grant came back, he said, how was supper tonight, Billy? Okay. And he said, uh, Brenda brought that over to you. Worst mm -hmm. damn meal I ever had, he said. <laughs> 
He didn't think Debbie did. <gasps> oh, no. He was so mad. Oh, that must have been a good laugh that they had. <laughs> <laughs> and Grant said, well, Debbie made it. Brenda just brought it to him. Well, it wasn't too bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, something. So he had a pool room, you were saying? He, oh, yeah, he had, they had on, like, first they had the gas station on a little store, and he got the part built on that he had a pool room. Oh, okay. And he was living alone, and they knew he wasn't eating right or anything, and that's when Debbie used to make the meals and take over to him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, finally, they knew he couldn't live alone any longer, and they worked with everything to get him into the man. Wow. They done a lot for Billy. Yeah. But yeah. I think the family thought that Grant was getting everything and it was the other way around. Yeah. No. He gave to the church, I know, a lot. Yeah. Was he a part of the Anglican Church as well? United Church. United Church. So you've known him for quite a few years then. Oh, yeah. I went to school with Billy. Okay, were you we the, were the same, same age? age? Okay. His birthday was in October, and mine was in March. He was that much older. Oh, me. yeah, very yeah. close in age. Yeah. But after he uh, went to Ottawa, and uh, he got married there and everything, but uh, I don't know, I never met his wife. But she, she never did come, I don't think, to see his parents. And when she let the, the two little boys come up and neither one could understand English. Yeah. Imagine a mother doing that to keep... That would be, that would be very difficult. Yeah. Was there a lot of po Polish being uh, spoken in Madawaska? Did a lot of people speak Polish? When you, growing up, were there a lot of people speaking Polish or was it mostly no, English? it was mostly English. Yeah. Like, they uh, actually, Polish was where in Spain. just something to see Jack Valley. Once a week he come out to do a shop and then the mother was married twice and uh, there was, I know there was four, she had four sons, there was Matt and James and Leo and they called the other one Muck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but four of them were overseas in the war at the same time. Oh my gosh, wow. That would be hard on a mom and a dad, yeah. But, uh, Two of them got married over there, in fact. One got in Scotland, mm -hmm. and uh, the two wives had come back after they were back. And this Madge, she had a little boy, and uh, she said she was really shocked when she come, and she seen Cecilia, and Cecil, I think, was the boy, that then he had said they were French-Canadian. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was quite a shock to her. But then she did accept it, and I, I know uh, she had come to my mother's. I don't know how she got to come there, but Mum made a cup of tea for her and a cookie or something. Well, she thought that was just wonderful. She said, over where she come from, you never went into anybody's house without a cup of tea before you come out. So every time she come up town, she visited my mother. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So she already had a son, and then they got married, or how? They had the she had the, the little boy. We matched. Oh, we matched. Okay. And uh, she went back to Scotland, and she took him with oh. after so long. Yeah. And uh, Leo was wife. She come from a more wealthy family, I think, over there, and she just couldn't settle. Yeah. She went back to. Yeah. It'd be difficult. Funny, all this is. I was still going to school yet when all this. Oh wow! <laughs> you have a good memory to remember that then. Wow. Yeah, you were quite little then. Do you remember anything else during the war that happened? Well, I know that I can remember our church. They had a plaque there, and I think there was five or six from Madawaska who yeah. were overseas at the same time, and they had a plaque made with all their names on Oh, wow. And then I remember the, the cemetery was outside of Madawaska's door, out the Cross Lake Road, I don't know if you know that is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we all went together. There was a, well, the Catholic women, and we raised enough money that we put a, a memorial there for the, wow. and all their names were yeah. on and everything. Yeah. And the army come from Madawaska, or from Petawawa, mm -hmm. and had a big service there on. Wow. Lord, remember all that. And this Katie, the one that my mother liked so well, they had her there to honour from the opened up the whole thing and yeah. lots of good memories of Madawaska. People were more caring then. Than now. Yeah. Now everybody looks after themselves. Yes, yes, it definitely has changed. You were saying before when I was talking to you that you helped put Madawaska on the map. Well, my brother and I, it wasn't you couldn't get any benefits or anything because we weren't. It's just like it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And we had to get organized and get form a corporation. Okay. And you had to have $200 it cost to form the corporation. Wow. And we got enough together. There was a little band, it was mostly men. Mm -hmm. There was one woman, I think Merle Cameron, that would be Billy's mother. We each had to put in $20 for to be form a corporation and then we would be organized. Put Madawaska oh. on the map. Quite literally, put it on and the map. They held meetings at my house. Oh my gosh. So we got a call, and we uh, used to say, My brother, he made the phone calls, he done the talking, and I filled out all the forms and done all the writing. You did all the paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, uh, we worked pretty hard for the town. Yeah. He, he was talking about, I think, um, the fire trucker. Oh, yeah. Well, that's when it was after that then that we could get fire protection and that. And we had more just a truck that we had on our own and that to go. But then we were able to get a, a real fire truck wow. and build a fire hall. That would have been expensive. But we done it all. Like, we would have to put up so much and then the government done so much. This was oh, a big benefit of getting organized and uh, that we were eligible then for stuff like that. Oh, okay. So that was the first step then to become an organization and yeah. then you could apply for grants and yeah. 
other and things. And you could apply for it. And uh, we had the, what was it? Oh, we had uh, trying to get like a, a young people's thing going. And uh, we had got a rank going. And Sean Conway was Member of Parliament then. Okay. And there was an election coming up. Of course, I we own the hall, and I had the key for it that they had to come to me to get in. Well, he used to come and he suddenly talked and talked with my husband, and what all he was going to do when <laughs> when he got elected, and we had meetings for him and everything, and. Uh, that's when we wanted to build the ring building and the seniors building. That was it. And I'll always remember he was going to do so much for us when he got in there. He come and he told us to, then you could apply for grants. Mm -hmm. He told us to apply for a grant. Oh, okay. He didn't do anything for us. Yeah, you ended up doing the legwork. We ended up doing it all ourselves. Yeah, wow. But, uh, you did a lot. Yeah, we were growing concern at one time. But then uh, the people that moved in like a lot, well, a lot of the older ones, my generation, I think I'm pretty the only one left. Oh, I don't think quite. <laughs> at my age group. Yeah, but yeah. the people that moved in, like, the houses were so they had no interest in doing anything. They retired and they, they uh, tried, some of them, to get them to join in, you know, and help raise money and that. None of them would do anything. No interest, yeah. So you were saying about the rink, how did that come about? Did you apply for a grant for that? Well, they actually made a rink sales and, and had put boards around it and everything. <clears throat> and we had, they had built a little building, and that was when, with this uh, grant money, we, uh, they got the uh, building for the seniors with them, and it was attached to the, the ring. Oh, okay. But then after the whole thing opened up, they built this other one, mm -hmm. just there was a ring for the ring. Oh, okay. Corporate. And they, they called it the, uh, Mervyn Jopee. Okay. <laughs> they named it after him. Yeah. Because he done so much for the rink. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. We worked hard for the town. Yeah. But we come from parents that worked hard. Yes, yeah. They definitely I think instilled we didn't some get of that. For nothing when I was yes, yeah. So I think Grant was saying for the rink and that you wrote the letter to um, get the land for it. Pardon? I think Grant was saying that you had written the letter to get the land oh, to yeah, CN. Oh yeah, we had this Ernie Levis, he had come and he told us all to do and I had filled out applications and wrote letters and everything. We got it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You probably spent a lot of hours doing stuff like that. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. I had my grade 12 but I didn't have couldn't get the diploma because I got it all in Madawaska, but you had to go out mm -hmm. and go so long to another school to, to get the Yeah, the, the, the certificate, diploma. yeah. So it wouldn't be recognized from the government or anything, but I could fill out papers. <laughs> and you showed them quite, <laughs> quite clearly. And I remember we'd done so much raising money for the 
we catered and, and there was a bunch of us that got together then and we catered for weddings and everything. And uh, Grant was living in, in Oshawa then and the daughter that died was living down there. And she used to say, you know, when we come, come home, we bring her off to make an appointment to see Mom. Because <laughs> you were so home. busy. Always doing something. Yeah, yeah. So for fundraisers, you had dances in the hall. Was that in the fire hall, or what was that for? <clears throat> we had the, the fire hall. It was not the big one that there is now. It was the fire hall was on Main Street, okay. right beside the... It, it was orange when had this hall, and okay. we bought it. I think we paid two hundred dollars. Okay. Bought it from them, and it let's say it was here, and then the the other hall we got built beside, it. and we got a library open, and it was built onto the one oh, side of that hall. Oh, it was attached. I don't. I think that they have a library down. Yeah. On the other, I don't know how they're doing it now. Mm -hmm. But we even had library we got it. Wow. We had got then that there was uh, like Berna's floor. She was a cousin of mine. She worked with us. And uh, Pam Malik. Okay. And Frank, Pam's husband. Mm -hmm. We all uh, worked together. To, but Frank was on the corporation. But we used to make uh, bake sales. Wow. And I remember us even doing door-to-door bakes and they wow. get a whole bunch of stuff baked up and then they go around with it and sell it. Yeah, wow, that would be a lot of work. What would you bake for those bake sales? I done a lot of uh, pies. Oh, okay. They all but like my lemon pie. <laughs> <laughs> Must I made it right from scratch. It wasn't. Okay, not the box stuff. <laughs> and uh, coconut cream pie, they just love that. And when Grant and Debbie, they run a restaurant in Madawaska for a while then. And uh, they got me to make pies. By that time I wasn't making for it. Everything was going pretty good. And they got me to make the pies for there. Well, they'd come down from Whitney wanting to buy the lemon pies from Debbie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I remember we had a supper in the, in the, the hall and uh, oh, I had made dressing. They liked my dressing that I made. And this one lady from Whitney, we were having the supper, turkey supper, and the lady come and she said, who made that stuff? <laughs> I never said anything, I was working in a kid. And somebody said, pointed to me and said, she did. She said, that's the best stuffing I ever. She said, them ladies in Whitney think they can make stuffing, but it's black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, we used to grow summer savory. Oh, that makes a difference. Yeah, and that made the difference. Yeah, yeah. Dressing's one of my favorite things. Oh, I, I could eat a bowl full of it. Yeah. But I remember when I was growing up, the dressing that they made for turkey, well, it was chickens and that they'd have. It was potato dressing. Oh, okay. It was potatoes and bread and onions and sage. Oh, okay. And sage was the one thing. But then when uh, we tried growing the savory, oh boy, did it ever go over. 
everybody liked Frida stuffing. <laughs> That's the magic ingredient. I remember uh, it was the Catholic Church was having the supper, and one of the girls, they bought all the stuff, and they got me to go and work with the girls. And we made about 30 loaves of bread up with, wow. the, with the summer savory. Yeah. So yeah. then Pam, Alex, she learned how to make it. And they were all making it at last. Yeah. And dinner rolls. Oh, yeah. I, those I are good. I remember making 20 dozen dinner rolls for supper. That's a lot of work for one person. Yeah. But then it didn't seem like a big... It, I was doing something I liked and really anxious to keep the churches going, yeah. the two churches especially. And we used to laugh, the one, uh, my daughter that lives in Toronto, and then there was the Peugeot girl. She moved down there, and she works at St. Michael's Hospital too on admitting, but my daughter works for just for doctors. And uh, they'd uh, come back, and they'd come, she'd come to church with us. We, her service was usually earlier. Mm -hmm. She'd come to church with us, this girl, she was Catholic, and then we would go to the Catholic church with her. <laughs> <laughs> this Father Brennan, I think it was, he used to talk to me and talk to me when we, we'd come out and they'd be standing waiting and he'd say, I'm not trying to convert her, i just like to talk to her. <laughs> and then he said, when he'd come back to Madawaska then to a turkey supper. He didn't know if it was an Anglican one or a Catholic one. <laughs> the food was the same and the workers were all the same because we did. Yeah, we and you went together. to each other's churches yeah. too, so. so it was good that they supported both. Well, yes, that's it meant a lot. There. Yes. I don't think they're doing it now like they did then. No, no, the I don't think. people had moved in didn't have, we had it all made for them. <laughs> yes, yeah, they were lucky. And they uh, just didn't have the interest. They were retired. And yeah. Well, a lot of them were young enough that could be doing But yeah. it's not the town that it was anyway. No, it, things definitely have changed, yeah. but I think you definitely left your mark on it, and it was yeah. a good one. Well, now Debbie and Grant have done a lot. Mm -hmm. And I remember when, uh, when Billy Cameron died, and uh, the United Church minister, she got everything going. And the meal and everything, but who done all the meal? Debbie done the whole thing. I don't know how many there was for that meal. And nobody helped. Debbie done it all and supplied everything. Wow. Yeah. Can really Just tell that your your family is a big part of the community in, yeah. in Madawaska. Yeah. yeah. So. I heard you used to, you kind of were a tutor in school. You you were saying before how you were pretty good at school and it came naturally. You were almost a tutor yeah. for the other well, students. Yeah. They yeah. used to, there was uh, the one boy that had such a hard time. And the teacher, I'd have my work done, so he'd bring Irvin to me. To oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> do a lot, I done a lot of that. Yeah. You were, you were almost like a teacher yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever think of going into teaching? I would have loved to have been, but my parents couldn't afford to send me out. That's the whole problem. It would have been expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially because it was for your, your tuition and all that. And then it had to board me out. On top. Eganville was the closest where you could get really going strong, but uh, yeah. it just couldn't happen. 
Yeah, yeah. It was definitely. So I stayed home and worked for my town. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. No. And so, what your what did your dad do for work? My dad. Yeah, your parents. He never could get a job for a long time because of that, just having the one hand. But then he got they had the gate in that chimney, and he got on there, just looking after him and the permits and that for the ones going in on canoe trips and there. And then Mary's Mill, they when they moved. There was, like they had, the mill was out across Lake and it was all moved to Madawaska. Yes. And he done a lot of work for them. Because he could do carpenter work like he had two hands. Yeah. So he had a steady job with them. And uh, he used to say he never thought that you could do something you really like and get paid for it. Yes, yes. And uh, he worked in the garage there at Madawaska when they built the... Oh, okay. knew him there. Yeah. He, he worked there for a long time. And, and then they used to, be, he was working at the mill, but they'd get him to go and do stuff in their homes for them, the Murray boys. Oh, well, he must have been very good oh, then. Yeah. And I think uh, Grant had said he made cedar shingles. Oh, yeah, shingles, yeah. yeah. He could make them in the first uh, house that they built, they had rented this one. And he made shingles up in the bush and brought them home on his back enough to shingle a house. Oh my gosh. How do you, do you know how you make the shingles? I know that he, uh, I guess he would, it had to be a good sized log or whatever, and he would get them cut that they're just a, a certain thickness and then he could split them oh, and okay. make the shingle. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I was just thinking that would be a hard thing just to chop and yeah. put on right away. Okay, that would have been a lot of trips then. He worked hard. Definitely. He didn't get anything for nothing. <laughs> no, hard work definitely pays off. Yeah. Yeah. And he he taught us good too. Yes. But I know Grant, he still remembers Grandpa doing the Christmas cake. Yeah. <laughs> He could do it all. He he yeah, did the he, outdoors and the indoor work. Yeah, and my mother would make dicing up, and he'd icing that cake with that one hand, and it would be as smooth as could be. Grant always remembered that. Then after he was all finished, she'd take it and she'd decorate it. And he, uh, they were in a chow lake mm -hmm. then, and uh, the place that they had for them to stay in had a wood stove. And he used to go and he'd cut so much wood and he'd carry that wood on the arm to keep it warm. And, mm -hmm. Well, it was in May that this happened, but they were in there earlier than that. And uh, he had went out to this place where he was getting the... So I think my mother thought he had the wood cutter, so he was going to get it. And somebody came in, wanted to see him, and he was from the forestry. And she said he should be here any minute at all. So he was waiting, and she was getting worried that he wasn't back. So mm -hmm. uh, he said he'd go, and, I, and when he got there, he was coming to that they had a car then. And he was coming to the car with the arm full of wood, and he just dropped dead. Oh my gosh. And the wood was on his arm yesterday. 
Wow. You can imagine how that lad must have felt to come back and tell my mother. Yeah, and to have watched it happen too. Yeah. That's very sudden. Yeah. Boy, it was really. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my brother was up at uh, his wife's place when they, the, the guy that from the forestry that found my dad, he brought my mother out and brought to my place. And I knew as soon as I seen something had happened down. And uh, we're stupid instead of my husband going up or some adult going up to tell my brother. Yeah. We sent Grant. Oh no. At six years old up to tell that Grandpa was dead. Yeah, yeah. You do things. But they just adored Grandpa, our yeah. kids. Yeah. At Christmas, they always used to laugh me always uh, went home for Christmas dinner and each one my two sisters and the brother but everybody would make something and take but we all went home and uh, then we all had gifts and we'd take them. He never opened anything of his. He sat with the little ones and they had all their stuff. Oh. They had an awful lot of grandpa. Yeah, it sounds like they adored each other equally the grandchildren and grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember one time, this isn't anything to do with what you're <laughs> but we had went to church mm -hmm. and we had, to, like our house was on the back end, it was a big lot and we bought half of it for my parents and it was on the back end and we had put siding on and we got the aluminum doors, storm doors, and I never locked the storm of the door when I went out like the and we had went to church and come home and the doors were closed, the aluminum ones. Uh oh. I had the key for the others but we couldn't get in. Oh no. <laughs> of course go to grandpa. My husband was away. Yeah. Go to grandpa. Grandfather over I come back and he got the one bedroom window, we had sliding windows in the bedroom. We got it fixed some way and got, I think it was Grant, that he got up, put him through the window. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <Outside the> door. <laughs> so no wonder Grant and them thought a lot of their grandpa. He, he could solve pretty much everything. Yeah, he was pretty good. So I think um, Grant had mentioned that when you were seven, you won a trip to Ottawa. <clears throat> what was that like? That's true. When the king and queen come to Ottawa, 1939. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they were taken. If you could afford it, mm -hmm. there was so many wet. But there was no way that when my teacher, because of what I'd done in school and everything, they paid the trip for me. So I got right in the front line when the king and queen were going by. Oh my gosh, that must have been quite the experience. It was really, that was some experience. Did you take the train to Ottawa then? Pardon? Did you take the train to Ottawa or how did you get there? They took us to Barry's Bay with the train from Barry's Bay to Ottawa. That was Frida Higginson talking with back in the day host, Martina Coolis. Time now for a short break. But don't be lollygagging on your way to the fridge or fiddling too long with the teapot. 
Frida has a lot more to say about growing up in Madawaska, that little village where the Madawaska and Apiango rivers converge. <laughs> 